Hey everyone, this is the Kinsta Green Podcast. This is episode number 59 for October 31st, 2019. And I'm Justin Palma, and I'm here with Freddie Roman. Hey, how are ya? <laughs> and D, Mr. Guy Dunlap. Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> Freddie, do you have do you have, do you have like do you have like helium over there or something? I did for a minute. I did. Okay. I was taking my evening meds. Uh, got that new headset. No crickle. New headset. Is it bad? It just sound nasalier. Mm. It could be that I'm under the weather. No, I'm not. No, nah, that's not weather. That's no. not. It's it's not crackling. So that's all that matters. You can use your hands all you want tonight. Yeah. What's going on, Freddie? What's going on with me is, uh, that's a great question. You know, I almost feel like shooting the ball over to Guy, but it's too late. So I got to suck it up. So I'm making great progress on these two exterior doors for South Boston. Uh, they're getting coated. They're finally reaching that last stage. Uh, all Everything's been stripped, sanded, fabricated, patched, you know, so I'm, I'm working on that. And then um, scraping pews, church pews. Uh, a 16 foot column comes down in Jamaica Plain on Saturday. Myself, John Alden, and uh, Brian Alcorn are going to go up there, put a, uh, what's it called? Um, Temporary. Not a come along, not a come along, but the uh, block and tackle. We have um, oh. four of them set up. I'm going to put an L hook, uh, eye, like a 5 8 eye hook on the top, do the uh, block and tackle, cut the spikes with a sawzall. And start lowering down that baby, and uh, us three are just going to carry it onto the trailer. Trailer, and we obviously are going to support the roof before we start taking the column off, because as I mentioned prior, the column is basically separating. It's to the point that we're concerned that the minute we start removing the load, that it wants to even separate even further. So I'm going to have even more band clamps wrapped around that to make sure that it's not just going to like pop. Um, and then we're just going to bring that back to my shop. And uh, church pews, I said, are going good. Um, the machine shop got uh, more tooling today. Uh, bid a lot on an auction. Got a ton of tooling. Really cheap. It's amazing what's out there. And um, It's amazing how fast a- that, face is gonna, that space is going to fill up with all your new tools. Yeah. yeah. It's, a, it's already filling up. But what's great is... Um, I'm not I'm not filling up like in huge quantities as in space taking. I'm filling up like drawers. Um, so it's just like simple hardware because I have these a lot of these uh, like Lista cabinets. They they can hold up to about thousand pounds per drawer. They're pretty tall, pretty deep. A lot of stuff can go in there. So, but I agree with you. Um, that's why I didn't decide to buy the surface grinder that only went for a hundred dollars, even though I was extremely tempted, or the other bridge port that went for only four hundred dollars. Uh, it's just like I already have all this stuff. Don't need it. Don't need when, it. When 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 did, when did that ever stop you? Uh, it's been, you know I've said no to a lot of stuff. Like uh, you'd be surprised that what comes up my way, and I said no, I'm all set. No, I'm all set. But it's just like. It's just one of those things that once you start having the capability of machining like hardware or modifying hardware or cutting your own threads, like there's nothing I like, I just got these huge bolts, like long bolts. They're like three quarters of an inch. 
years ago, I'd be like, oh, I don't need that. Now it's just like, yeah, I'll take it. I'll machine it. I'll machine it down, cut my own threads if I need it, or I can do whatever I want with it and I can use it for something else. So now it's just like so much more opportunity and ability to just constantly be able to modify things to make it work for my needs. So I'll stop yammering. Um, but basically, I'm busy. Hands are swollen and sore. And uh, we're moving forward on my own, pretty much. And that's it. Good. I, I'll, so I'll, uh, go I, I, I want to ask this question. I saw that you were stripping one of the doors and you got one of those little restorers. Yes. How do you like it? I have one. So, How do you like it? A restore. So I, this thing has a paint and steel removal pad on it, not the sanding belt, not the steel wheel. Now, on the benches, on the side of one of the benches, it was working great. It was like peeling paint off, no problem at all. But that one only had like two layers of like lead paint on it. On the exterior door, while it did help reduce thickness, um, it did take a while to remove uh-huh. material. Uh, it did work. And, um, but what, what I took advantage of it is that it removed like the first three or four layers of lead paint. And then I brought out the infrared and quickly went down to the wood, uh, because it's just like, I hate holding a machine for an hour, you know, Mm -hmm. vibrating on my hand. So, um, but I did do a good job. It helped. And, uh, I had the connection to the festival vacuum. So very minimal dust was reaching in the air and, um, it did its job. And in the, those rollers that are very aggressive, they're like 40 grit. Um, mm-hmm. they only cost like $16. Um, and it, it worked really well. So I was happy about that. I, I have no idea even what you're talking about. What's a restore? Oh, look at that's up. me. That's Freddie Roman, the restorer. <laughs> it's an evil um, machine. I guess I'll it, have to look at the Instagram yeah. feed. It, it's like a mini belt sander. Was it? Was it in your stories? It's like a uh, cylinder belt sander in a way. Yeah, it okay. was in my stories. Yes. Yeah, but, that's why I didn't see it. Um, thanks, guy. He's slapping my face Sorry. right there. I don't watch your stories. I no, don't have I, time for you. I, um, <laughs> I, 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 I look at your posts. I don't really look at stories that often. Oh, I'm just gonna wipe these tears off my eyes. Excuse me. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. So there is on Instagram. There's also a guy who, who invented the restore yeah, he's on yeah, there the and you can see all the things that were used for it. It's basically just a very round cylinder, uh, drum that you can put sanding belts on it or sanding drums on it, or you can put a wire wheel on it and you can go ahead and put this like really aggressive round, hard, like 40 grit item in it. And that's supposed to help remove like rust and paint and uh, it worked pretty well. And it, what's great about it is that it's not very heavy. It doesn't vibrate that much. It's not very loud. And it has great dust collection. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So th- that was all the good things about it. And very reasonable yeah. also. It, it, at one time, it only cost $100. But at Lowe's, uh, yeah, one, they cost like $100. But Lowe's uh, has been discontinuing it. So now you can buy that thing for like 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah. I know that. Hmm. I think they're... It, it seems like it went through all of Stanley's line, and I think they're now making it in the Craftsman version. Oh, is that right? So, yeah, so it was Porter Cable, then it went to Black & Decker, and hmm. now, now I believe it's actually being made on the Craftsman line. And that's I'm why one of the up. reasons it's, it keeps getting discounted, because they, they phase out of that line. They just... so That's very interesting. Huh. Yeah. Um, Guy, what are you up to? 
A little bit of this, a little bit of that. You want me actually, to go, then we'll jump back on you? Yeah, why don't, you, why don't we do that? Right. What, are you, what are you up yeah. to, Justin? <laughs> We're going to get in the guide because it's basically the whole show. So, uh, What am I up to? Well, I don't, know if, I don't know if it's the whole show, but you know, yeah, we, can, yeah. we can discuss. I can slow, to the, slow the audio down so it drags out. But, um, <laughs> what did I do last two weeks? I installed those post columns. I don't think I talked about that. Did that last week? Yeah, I saw that in your stories. Yeah. I'm very happy with how it came out. And- <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> you only watch interesting people, right? Yeah. Um, people who make stuff. Thanks, guy. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell cares? You want to scrape the paint off something? So yeah, I installed them. It went really well. They, uh, yeah, it's just it was really cool. It's it's something that. I wouldn't have thought of doing, but the customer came along with a really cool idea and said, okay, can you make this? So I did. Uh, basically what they were was hollow faux beams, I guess you can call them, that are on the wall horizontal and vertically, and it makes an entertainment center. So, uh, And then I distressed them and aged them and everything. Um, what else did I do? I've been working on this table leaves the last couple of days that I've had sitting on the bench for a long time, just haven't finished them. And then the other thing was I did that tr- piece of trim for a customer. It took me about a day, solid, solid seven hours or so to make. And uh, wow. yeah, it was good. I got to send a picture today of it all installed and it looks really good. So cool. I, th- I think that's might be about what I've been up to. I'm sure there's some other stuff, but that's it. Keep busy. A little bit of this, a little bit of a little that. Bit of that. Yeah, just yeah. keep busy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's going on with me? So you guys know, and I think by the time this comes out, everybody pretty much yeah. knows because I've been posting pictures on Instagram. I, uh, If you follow me on Instagram, which you should, mm-hmm. it's uh, at Guy's Woodshop. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, I, I got a, a, a regular 40-hour stories. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, a regular 40-hour-a-week job in a in a cabinet shop so it's been it's been interesting the the company i've talked about it on the podcast before maybe last year but uh for those that aren't familiar with it it's a company called purposeful design and what it is it's a non-profit christian-based organization or faith-based organization i should say and there's two halves of the company. First is the School of Woodworking and Discipleship. And what that what that is, that's an outreach program to inner city youths, mm-hmm. um, people that are have been recently reintegrated into society, like from prison, and people that have been displaced out of their homes. You know, they're very heavily involved with Wheeler Mission. If you're from Indianapolis, everybody knows who Wheeler Mission is. It's a it's a large mission downtown. And uh, they bring a lot of those guys in. What they do is they, they teach them how to do woodworking. And I had done some classes with them as a volunteer last year. And they, they work with them and they get, they, I think, I think it's like a, a 60 hour certificate or something like that. I may be mistaken on that. I'd have to look it up. Um, but they get a certificate saying that they've passed the course. Mm-hmm. And what the course is, is, is just 
basically how to use tools. It's very basic woodworking. And they're also involved with a lot of the large businesses here in town and also a lot of the cabinet shops. So after these these uh, young men and women, well, some you know men and women my age too, uh, pass this course, they help them find jobs in cabinet shops and such, which is pretty cool. Um, then there's the second part of the business, which is what I'm involved with, which is the actual building of furniture. So they, they, and even that's divided into two groups. There's the, the guys that just make tabletops and they, they make a, I couldn't believe how many tabletops they make. You know, they're getting orders for 10, 20, 30, 40 tabletops at a time. And these are all, these are all big inch and a half thick, 99% of them are ash. And uh, they've got some big machinery to process all this stuff. And it's, it's, it's amazing how much stuff they kick out. But we also have the cabinet shop, which is what I'm involved in. And that's mostly making uh, furniture for, you know, like schools and businesses. And it's mostly bookcases, credenzas, uh, some one-off pieces here and there. But it's, it's mostly just plywood boxes is what we're making. So... It's interesting. It's really interesting working with these guys. It's it's a, it's a lot of fun, and uh, some of the stories they tell, man. It's like I thought I had it rough. I have, you know, I had it easy compared to what some of these guys have gone through. So, it's very rewarding working with them. That's pretty much it, man. So you've been there week, two weeks now. What is it? Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. What have you built in two yeah, weeks? It's, uh, a lot of bookcases. Yeah. uh some credenzas you know drawers things like that for those for those things um that's pretty much it i've been i've been working we've got a a large sale to one of the schools here where they have a bunch of bookcases a bunch of credenzas and that's pretty much what i've been working on uh it's all made out of ash plywood which Mm -hmm. is really weird Huh. And this stuff, this stuff sucks too. It's it's like a multi-core plywood, so it's got uh, poplar cores and an oh. MDF, and then the ash on top of it. And the ash is so thin. Mm. I mean, you you look at it crosswise and you burn through it. Huh. It's really hard to work with. But uh, that's that's all I've been doing. Um, they recently sold a large, they, they actually can't, we can't call it a river table because that's mm-hmm. copyrighted. Mm-hmm. I think they're calling it a Canyon table or something like that. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's like a eight foot, you know, pair of slabs and it's going to be four feet wide and we're going to put glass down the center of it. And I've been working with the salespeople on, on getting that priced and getting, you know, the, talking to the glass company and the metal fabricators and things like that to get, to get what we need. So that's coming pretty soon. As soon as we get the slabs, they should be here. I think next week, she said. That's exciting. So, so I, I'm guessing they have salesmen. They're out selling their products or what? How does that? They have, they have two sales uh, people that are two very nice ladies and uh, they're experienced uh, furniture salespeople. So this wasn't the first place they've, they've worked for doing this. So they had a lot of contacts, I guess. 
and uh, they're just selling tons of stuff, man. Hmm. It's our backlog is huge. And uh, I said, there, <laughs> it's just, it's okay. What are you working on? Let's, well, I get this done. Like, well, we start working on this and then start working on that. And there's just a lot of stuff to do. It's just never ending. How many, how many people work in the shop that you're in? Um, and the cabinet and the, well, it's, it's all one big area. It's about 30,000 square feet. Wow. That's huge. And I work in a, I work. Yeah. The cabinet shop is myself and three other gentlemen. Okay. And my, and my boss is a 23 year old kid, <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's, he's a really good guy. He's really, um, uh, he's a go with it kind of guy. He has absolutely no ego at all whatsoever. And, uh, he's a good dude. I really like working with him. Uh, it's, there's four of us in there. And then on the table side, I think there's 10 to 13 guys working over there. And like I said, all they're doing over there is they're, they're taking eight quarter lumber, cutting it, joining it, planing it, gluing it up. And then it goes through the, we actually have a thickness sander, pretty beasty one. I it can take off like three millimeters at a time, cool. which yeah. is like an eighth of an inch. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's, pretty that's impressive. Quite a bit. Yeah. It's a, it's a big machine. Uh, it's got three belts on it. Um, anyways, so, and they, they spit these tabletops out and then they cut them to size and most of the bases are metal and they come from a metal fabrication shop. We have a big, huge spray booth. Wow. Which is nice. Yeah. And I, I haven't asked them yet, but I, I need to fix a couple of the doors for my kitchen. So I'm going <laughs> see if I can. Yeah. And that was my fault. I stacked a couple of them on top of each other. And they stuck. And they got stuck. Yeah. And there's yeah. no way to repair them. So yeah. I got to strip them down and redo it. But they've got a big, huge spray booth. It's all, you know, OSHA approved and all that, and the, the venting and all that, which is kind of cool. Um, it's a big production shop, man. Hmm. But uh, they they don't really have production type. Most of the tools are not production type tools. They've got two big, huge commercial dust collectors running running the place. Um, they have two saw stops that they use for table saws, which are their industrial ones. Mm-hmm. So they mm-hmm. have the you know, yeah. bigger motors and stuff. Uh, they have two of those. They have two 20 inch grizzly planers. They're all, everything's helical head. And they have two 12 inch grizzly jointers. Wow. They're making all those tabletops with a, a hand or well, a joiner, a normal machine joiner. They're not, they don't have yeah. a, uh, a molding thingy. What do you call them, Freddie? That you pass the board through and it does it all four sides. A molder. Yeah, I guess a molder. Mm-hmm. Huh. No, wow. no. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. You put you put a board in and it just does, it does everything, everything for you. Yeah. Those are very very expensive machines. Yeah. Most of the machinery like doing, we could use it. Right. Yeah. Well, you you have to remember it's a, it's a nonprofit. Yeah. So most of the machinery that we've we have in there has either been donated or we've gotten through grants okay so like like the table saw we're getting that was that was through a grant i don't know who who it came through 
but the the grants come from businesses mostly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Purdue University is very active with us. Uh, Festool is very active, obviously, because they're in town with us. Uh, all the hand tools we have, hand power tools, are all Festool, um, wow. which is kind of cool. We have one of those Conturo edge banders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that handheld edge bander, that thing's nice. It's, it's slick. You just thoop, and your your edge banding is on. Um, that that's we use that thing constantly. I say I like the contour there because you can add a variety of different thicknesses of the veneer versus that really thin veneer. You can get it really thick, like over one millimeter. Yeah, for some of the the, the commercial like the PV, they have like the PVC edge banding and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's really thick. Mm-hmm. That'll work in that machine. Um, but we we don't do anything like that, unfortunately. But uh, what else do they have? They've got the the big huge thickness sander. I don't even know. I I don't, I don't even know what the manufacturer is on it. We have another one that's an SCM mm-hmm. that's much smaller. We've all we've got some equipment that we don't even use. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a big a brand new Powermatic, their latest model shaper that's just sitting there collecting dust. <laughs> wow, because we don't we don't have any cutter heads for it, and nobody knows how to use it. Mm. So you need me to go out there? Yeah. Show so, you guys how to use it. Yeah, I know how to use it, but we don't have any. We don't have any mm-hmm. cutter heads. It's it's very interesting. That for me, it's almost like wood learning woodworking all over again, right? Because everything is everything is speed. Mm-hmm. Everything is speed and productivity, and we're not building. You know, as Freddie said, six inch close furniture. It's six footers. So. Um, it's decent quality. It's not garbage by any means, but it's not, you know, what I'm, what I'm used to building. You know, right. for example, I had to make uh, nine drawer boxes yesterday. I'm like, okay, you know, I'll use uh, pocket holes because everything is pocket hole there. Yep. And like, and then the guy says, no, no, that takes too long. <laughs> <laughs> Just put, put some glue on it. Brad Naylor. Mm-hmm. That's it. Done. I'm like, all right. I'm good with that. But it's just it's just kind of, it's just kind of weird. I'm not I'm just not used to that. I'm used to building stuff that's much higher quality. Not again, not that it's bad quality because it isn't. It's just production quality. Right. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? It's different different than what yeah. you've ever done. Yep. Yeah, it's a lot different than I've ever done. And I'm I'm actually I'm really slow. There's a guy there that's been there a month. And he's twice as fast doing this stuff as I am. I'm just not, it's not because I'm old and slow. It's just, I'm not used to that, the mindset. that pace. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I'm not used to the mindset. I'm still thinking, you know, fine, you know, I'm using air quotes here, fine furniture. And it's right. not, it's not fine furniture. Um, so as I said, it's, it's, it's a different animal. It's a different animal, and it's it's kind of fun. I've learned a couple new skills. I learned how to file edge banding, mm-hmm. which I I had never done before. <laughs> and it took me, you know, after ruining a couple panels, I, yep. I started practicing a little bit more. And uh, I got actually, I'm, I'm really, you know, after two weeks, I'm, I'm really yeah. super fast at it. Now. Yeah, yep. it's just boom, boom. It's I, I can actually do it quicker than I could, almost quicker than I could do it with my quad cutter. Yep. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. Um, See, yeah, you thought I was crazy just, when I told you that. Now you're getting it. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I now I understand. It's just, it, it, but it's a it's a skill just like anything yep. else, and I never tried it. And yeah, uh, I, I ruined some stuff that we had made. And like, <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, I get pulled away quite often because most of these guys, this is all the woodworking they know. Mm-hmm. You know, they've never built anything other than these this kind of stuff. So they're, they're asking me a lot of questions cause they, you know, they, they, they've seen my Instagram and some of the guys have seen the YouTube videos and they're very intrigued by the, <clears throat> the more mid range furniture stuff I was building there. So I get, I get, I get asked a lot of questions. It's kind of, it's kind of fun. I got to do a lot of training. Um, they've had me do a couple training sessions already for the guys, which is nice. And, cool. uh, they asked me to do one on the Domino XL, and I'm like, okay, I've never used it. <laughs> uh, I kind of figured it out. It's just a big, it's just a big domino. Yeah. And we, we use a lot of dominoes, a lot of dominoes. Yeah, it's common these days, boy. Yeah, well, it's fast. Mm-hmm. It's fast. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. Mm-hmm. So is there is there plans for anything that your style of work to be incorporated in their furniture or they just found your, your capability in your local to go ahead and like help speed things along. That's the same question I had. Oh yeah. Yeah. They, they, uh, they have, they have no illusions that I'm a, a, a production, you know, bookcase maker. They know, they know what I do. And that's one of the reasons they brought me in. Okay. So the salespeople now know that they've got somebody that can, they can start selling some, some higher end stuff, maybe, mm-hmm. um, maybe some solid. I, I still have yet to cut a piece of solid wood. In two weeks? In two weeks. Wow. It's all been plywood. Everything's been plywood. No, I take that back. I take that back today. I cut a tabletop on the, to, to width on the saw stop. So let me ask you this: Why um, why don't they um, consider or convince someone to donate a CNC to cut the plywood? CNCs are really CNCs are really expensive. Yeah, you know they're they're sixty, seventy, hundred thousand dollars for a production machine. Yeah. Right now we cut the the plywood on the we cut it to we we, we rip it with uh, the saw stops yep. or the table saws. Um. And then they were cross-cutting it just by, you know, making a couple tick marks and laying down a rail and cutting with the track saw. So I told them about that, uh, you know, those angle guides that you put underneath your rail to get a square cut. Yes. I brought I brought mine in. And they started using it. We actually bought two of them, and we have them now. So that's how we're cross-cutting all the plywood, mm. the big pieces of plywood, anyways. <laughs> Uh, the smaller pieces, we just cross cut them on the on the table saw using the fence. Okay. They have a they have a, a sled, but it's it's not square. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Nothing there, nothing there was square when I started working there. Oh. It was like you're start assembling this stuff. They're like, well, there's the panels over there. We started working on. Can you start assembly? I'm like, sure. I'm like, hey man, none of this is square. And like, yeah, it's close enough. Just <laughs> pocket pocket hole jigs over there, drills are over there. You know, mm-hmm. get to work. And I, I'm 
I'm oversimplified. They, 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 that was not their attitude, but it's like, Hey, you know, we, we, we can only work with what we have. Yeah. The, the biggest thing that, the biggest thing there is, you know, and I've, I've, I've said this a couple of times since I started working there, not to these gentlemen, um, but they don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's it in a nutshell. They only know this. So the salespeople are selling what these guys are good at. Mm-hmm. And the, remember I said the, the one guy that's, you know, 23 years old and my boss, he's really good. I mean, he's really good. Uh, the other two guys I work with are also really good. I said, they're, they're way more productive than I am. They make less mistakes than I do. Yeah. But they've been doing it. Yeah. 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 So it, it's uh, funny you say they only know what they know because one, one of the other things I did this past week was turn some null posts for uh, a customer and I went and dropped them off the job site and the guy that was installing them is basically, he's not really a trim guy, but they were saying, do the steps. He had no clue on how to do all that, but yet he's 35 years experience working with a crew. And it's mm-hmm. just like, that's yep. never something he did. And I'm like explaining some things to him. Like you should do this, this, and this. And he's just like, Oh, and then I said, this is how it, it was some like round piece. I was like, screw a thing to the back of it. I said that we got a square and run through tips. So he goes, there ain't no table saw here. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to have to cut it and chop. So I'm like, Oh, all right, good luck. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, really? But yeah, I don't know. So like a, a good example of that too, is like they were, they were making some uh, tabletops out of white, white Oak. Mm-hmm. And again, everything there is inch and a half. Yeah. Everything is inch and a half. There's nothing three quarter inch. The legs are inch and a half. Well, the legs are typically metal bases. Oh, okay. Good to know. But they, they get fabricated for them. So they'll all sell like this tabletop, you know, eight foot long, four feet wide. It's like a standard size for them and made out of white oak. And they're having problems with these things splitting and checking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I look at some of the bases, they're, they're like single holes drilled in the supports. Screwed rigidly, the, basically. Yeah, yeah, there's no room. There's no, Spanish. you know, this is inch and a four foot wide, inch and a half material. Yeah. It's going to move. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, these holes should be <laughs> slotted. All these years, that's what's these going hole- on? <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. But in, mo- in most cases, they're going into, you know, pretty environmentally controlled right. environments. So there's not a lot of wood moving, but there is some. Right? Mm-hmm. And with the open grain wood like white oak, it does tend to split a little bit. So, you know, checking mostly. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, they had a lot of that and they, they thought it was, had to do with the moisture. Well, it does have to do with moisture, but they're worried about, uh, they're worried about a lot of other things other than like, hey, dude, you need to elongate these holes here. You need to have your fabricator make the holes go this way so that when you put the screw in there and the table moves, it can move around. They're like, Oh, again, it goes back to, they don't know what they don't know. Right. It's not that they're just don't know inexperienced yeah. or yeah, they just don't know. They just don't know. So that's been, uh, that's been interesting seeing some of that stuff. Um, you know, you go over to the table saws and the fences aren't square to the blade. They're not square to the tabletop. So it's like I spent 15 minutes maybe between the two fences and now they're working 
like really well. Not burning everything. Um, without burning everything yeah. and pinching, you know, the, there was no pinching. They were, they were towed out. Thank, thank God they were towed out. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, just, just stuff like that, you know, and, the one cool, the one tool they have that's really cool that I'd never seen before. It's called an upcut saw. Yes, was a great. Have you have you seen one of these, mm-hmm. Justin? I don't think so. And Freddie has. So what it is? It's for cutting rough lumber. So it's got a big long bed on it, and it's just a box with a motor that hangs underneath it and a blade that hangs underneath it. Mm-hmm. And on top of it is a pneumatically controlled set of clamps. Mm-hmm. And you put rough lumber in there, you press a pedal, the clamps come down and clamp it down. And the saw blade, uh, circular saw blade, comes up from underneath and cuts the board. Mm-hmm. And it goes down back underneath and cuts it cut to length. rough lumber like that. So it cuts it to length. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because we're getting, you know, like 12 to 16 foot boards. Right, right. And these guys are cutting them down. And instead of using a, you know, we've talked before about, you know, using a miter saw to cut rough lumber is a really good idea unless you really know what you're doing. So that's what this is for. Okay. And they just throw it in there. They pump down on it. Yeah. And it cuts it. It's pretty cool. It's a very expensive tool. It is. The other one that's really good when one of fabricate parts is uh, the tiger stop. We had one in the cabinet shop. You put in the dimension you want in length, in fra- you know, in fractions or in decimal. The fence slides over. You butt up against it. You you press the button to start. The chop saw clamps come down, hold the piece of wood, and it chops it down, and it lifts up when it's done. And then you slide the next piece, press the button, chop, slide, chop, slide, chop. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah, I've seen those. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's like they, had a, they have a K-Pax that nobody was using. Mm. Why isn't anybody using this saw? Well, it doesn't cut to ninety degrees. Okay. Well, let's <laughs> let's ta- let's take the fifteen minutes. What did what did they do to a capex that it's not cutting? Because that comes pretty much perfect from the factory. <laughs> well, you got you got you have these you have these gentlemen mm-hmm. who again, and you have to, and and I and I'm I, it's it's I have to say this I, so I, I don't offend yeah, anybody. It's all respect. You right. have to you have to understand their backgrounds, All right? And where they're coming from, and they're they're not highly skilled craftsmen. These are guys that have been trained to either joint wood or plain wood or run wood through the sander, right. in most cases. But they're 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 great guys. I like they I get along with all of them. These guys are taking these you know seven eight inch wide, ten foot long, inch and a half thick pieces of ash, and throwing it up on there, mm-hmm. and just <clears throat> chopping it down. It, Stuff goes out of alignment. They just they they kind of beat stuff up. Not that they're trying to; they're abusing it. They just aren't as delicate and mm-hmm. as you as you or I would be with a fifteen hundred dollar miter saw. And it gets out of alignment, mm. and they couldn't figure out how to recalibrate it. Yeah, so it's it took me like 10, 15 minutes, and now it's working fine. That's that. That was actually a challenge when I first got there. Was just every I couldn't cut anything square. Right. I couldn't cut anything straight. I couldn't cut anything square, and it was very frustrating. They gave me a, a, a little plastic tub full of tools, so I got a, <laughs> you know a, a, 
No, it was it was it was very some stuff that I, I used. Uh, I got some countersink bits, you know, stuff that they use a lot. Uh, a dead blow hammer, um, and they gave me a square, you know, like a square from uh, Lowe's. That was uh, it wasn't a Swanson; it was something else, but it wasn't square. And I started checking the other guy's squares. I go, you guys realize that none of your squares are square. And it's like, they're like, yep. <laughs> like, how do you get things square? Well, we, we work with what we have. So I contacted woodpeckers and uh, I told them what we're dealing with. I said, you know, I've got these guys trying to, you know, use these machines that aren't square and they're trying to build stuff and it's not square. They don't, they don't have any squares. And, and woodpeckers was really, really nice. And they sent us a bunch of squares for all the guys. So that was pretty cool. <laughs> so now they have real squares and the machines are set up properly now yeah. is the other thing. So they're, they're trying to set up a joiner and they don't know about putting one face inside and the next face outside. So they're got this joiner that's, you know, using their square. It's not 90 degrees. It's maybe like, you know, 91 or 92. Right. And they're joining them all the same side and they're trying to glue up the boards and they're trying to figure out why it's bowing up in the middle. Yeah. They got rainbows. <laughs> mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it's, it's stuff like that. So um, you're making a money, even though you're slow. Yes. <laughs> you're proving your wealth. Yes. Worth, worth, so. Yes. I'm, I'm there not only as uh, the, to work in the cabinet shop with uh uh, Tyler and the other gentleman, but I'm also there to help with a lot of the other stuff too. Okay. Good. So it's kind of a dual role. I, I get, like I said, I get pulled about half my day is pulled away from, for doing something else. Are you doing any social media for them? No, I am not. Um, but my, you know, I'm continuing to, I, I only put stuff on YouTube really if I have something valuable to put out there when I'm doing a project, mm -hmm. that's not going to change. Uh, my Instagram feed is going to change a little bit because most of what I post on Instagram is my progress pictures of the projects when I was working out there every day. So now I'm showing a lot of pictures of what's going on in the shop there and they're fine with that. They don't care. Mm -hmm. Cool. They look at it as, as advertisement for them. Mm -hmm. They're, they're good with it. I, I, I made sure to, if, if I'm taking picture of one of the guys to ask them, if it's okay if I put it up there, mm -hmm. they're fine. Like cool. So this all benefits what the church or helps the guys working there? Well, all this, all the, all the, the thirty thousand square feet of shop space mm -hmm. and electricity and all that stuff costs money. Yeah. So and these guys, these guys get paid. Mm -hmm. So all the money goes to them or to the upkeep of the shop or new equipment, tools. They have, they have a budget, but they, I think they don't really know what to ask for. So, mm -hmm. um, I've contacted a couple people and a couple manufacturers really stepped up to the plate. Woodpeckers is one of them. Um, I needed to cut a stopped rabbit in a, uh, in a piece, a stopped dado in a piece. Mm -hmm. I'm like, how do you do it? And they go, we don't. We just form fit the piece in their pocket hole and into the sides. I'm like, what? So I said, do you, you guys have a router table? And they're like, yep. Where is it? Oh, it's over here. So we go there and look at it. I mean, it's this old 20-year-old homemade one that's made out of MDF that's fallen apart. 
with an aluminum fence that's just a piece of angled aluminum and a, a router bolted underneath it. And it's it, not, it doesn't, I mean, it's just almost impossible to use. It's like you've, I, I fought with it for 20 minutes just so I could lower the motor down to get a bit into it. Mm. And then, of course, there's no router bits. The ones they <laughs> you have get that these, far, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is like my second day there, I think. I'm trying to show them this cool way to do this thing. And it's like, okay, but we don't, we don't have the machinery to do it. And, and then, the, like I said, and plus they don't have any router. They have some, they have a few router bits, but not that many. And the ones they do have are, are in very poor shape. So as you guys know, I, I, I've worked with Anchor for a long time and they stepped up to the plate and they sent us, they haven't sent it yet, but they're going to send us a, a fully decked out router table, which is pretty cool. Nice. Nice. Craig also sent us a foreman. Did I say, say that before? Like the George? <laughs> oh, no. no. Okay, I'm sorry. Like the Craig George. Oh. Yeah, we're, 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 we're drilling hundreds of pocket holes a day. And they're just using a regular Craig K4 jig and a drill. That's, wow. That's it. My hands are cramping yeah. up just so thinking about they, it. They, yeah, so, and I, I, I've, I've been there, man, where I'm there three hours just drilling pocket holes in, in plywood. Um, but they sent us a foreman. We got that this week, which is – the guys were really happy. They're like, man, this is cool. They're, they're pretty pumped to be using that thing. So we're, we're moving along. We've made a lot of progress in two weeks, and uh, the guys are, I think, going to – we're going to start getting some more challenging projects, I think, in the coming months, but not right away. We have to work, you know, through our backlog first, and the salespeople have to get more uh, comfortable selling the stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sounds very exciting. So, yeah. Well, I wish you all the luck. Thank you. I just, I just need sleep. <laughs> my, my old body can't take it, man. First couple days were brutal. I think you, your body will, will yeah, it's, will I'm actually get, get used to it. Yeah, actually, I'm used to it by now. You know, stretching out. You no, know, before at the end of the day, I was like really beat up, man. I could barely walk, but now I'm I'm fine. It only took a couple of weeks. That you know, stretching of, out that and making up, how are you making up being on your feet all day? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Stretching out and what else, Freddie? You're gonna say bourbon? I said no. <laughs> Stretching out, and um, you know, when you get home, that a hard foam roller—it's amazing. A that hard is. foam roller. Yeah, yeah. on the floor. Well, that's, makes, that's for girls. A real man uses PVC pipe. Yeah, no, you know the hard <laughs> plastic roller cracks muscles or and bones like you wouldn't believe. It's 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 amazing yeah, the that. sensation you get out of it. So you just roll it underneath your feet. Uh, yeah, feet, you wouldn't back, believe how good calves. it works. Any worse. Huh. Any sore muscle, a foam roller. No, I, I, oh, I want to be a real man. I want to use, you know, like. All right, go get that PVC pipe. PVC pipe. Or a log. Get a log out of the yard. Cut a tree down in your backyard. That way the HOA don't get on you. Just put it in your house and roll it on your foot. Yeah, yeah. That's what you do. So I said, that's, that's pretty much it, man. It's just been, 
you know, a busy two weeks for me. And it's, I, I don't see anything changing. So you're still doing the YouTube thing. So what is your next project you plan on doing for YouTube? Uh, I got a, well, I've got a, some videos that I need to, to edit right now, which mm-hmm. is the, the kitchen cabinet project, not all the kitchen cabinets, just how to make a upper and a lower case. I've mm-hmm. also got a video coming out on, uh, LED lighting mm-hmm. and there was something else for the shop or for what? For the shop. Yeah. Okay. I put all the so LED I'm going to ask this only because did all these LED light companies come around to you YouTubers because I see it on everybody's YouTube page. They've oh new LED lighting shop. No, they like there's there's the company I got them from was American Green Lights, and they're a, they're a bona fide LED lighting company. So they sell lighting that has a, a very high CRI, which is a color rating index. Um, yeah, which is really good for your workshop. Because, you know, if you're doing finishes and stuff, it gives you a more accurate color when you're looking at mm-hmm. stuff instead of fluorescent lights. Most, nine out of ten guys on YouTube are doing it because they're trying to sell LED lights through their Amazon affiliate program. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. It's like, oh, I put new LED lights and I've got – click the link below. I'm, I'm, I, I get, I, I'm almost – done watching youtube videos because that's all i see is i've got a link below where you can buy it and it's just an amazon mm-hmm. link it's just that all they're yeah. doing is just trying to make money off of people and it's it kind of disgusts me but that's the discussion for another day yeah <laughs> but yeah i'm still doing the youtube video i don't, I don't have a another project i'm i'm actually building a toolbox so i can bring some of my tools there um I'm not doing a videotape, a video of that. I really don't have, I have to build myself a new desk. So I'll probably do a video on that sooner or later. How's the kitchen making out? Kitchen's done. Um, Countertops in? The the guy measured for him yesterday. Okay. So it's going to be a couple weeks before he comes out. And um, I still have yet to, do the uh, pull out trays for the pantry, but we're, we have still have plenty of room. So right. there's no re- reason to fill that stuff up yet. I got to build the pull out drawer for the garbage cans and I got to, you know, put some molding up around the edges and stuff where, gotcha. where, it meet, where they meet the wall. But that's pretty much it. They're, they're, everything is in and done. And, and I have to redo some of those doors. Right. Kind of sounds like you're done then. I'm pretty much done. Yeah. 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 You don't need to put handles on or anything. You're done. No, the handles are up. 90% there. You're done. (laughs) It's your own thing. Right. As far as that, as far as everything, as far as I'm concerned, they're done. You know, my wife is, that's another story. Make sure you ask her for final payment and then leave. Don't come back. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the next thing is ever the new flooring throughout the entire house. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. She's going to get you off your feet and back on your knees. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so, I'm not doing it. Oh, you're not doing it, Oh, hell no. Get the surgery. Get the surgeon ready. You're going to need oh, two new no. knees by the time you're done. Remember I told you I don't like doing any – I won't do any work above my head or below my knees. Yeah. And I'm not doing flooring either. There's just no way. Good job. Nope. 
Well, flooring is fun, but it can be painful. I would rather flooring is fun watching somebody else do it because I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. We we we've had this money for the renovation for a while, and we're finally just actually doing it. So. So what you're saying is you're not getting a job because you finished in renovation. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I know. The, I know. The, the, the reason, the reason for the, for working for these people was mainly because I just really truly believe in what they're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, that sounds uh, great. it sounds, yeah, it sounds like a good cause and everything else. Yeah. About it, so. it, ma- it makes, it makes, it makes me feel good and, and uh, it helps others. So, you know, I feel like I'm, You'll have to excuse me. I'm like really tired right now, so <laughs> I'm not my it's usual okay. bright self. But uh, yeah, it's just it's just um, it's it's cool to help these people out. So that's pretty much it, man. Right. I think I think guy broke Guinness records on the podcast. He spoke so much. It, yes, it I brought did. tears to my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> How, what what yeah, yeah. part what part specifically brought tears to your eyes, Freddie? <laughs> yeah, Freddie. What part did you listen to? Oh, this this part this part is what brought tears to my eye. God does not watch my stories. <laughs> uh, he checked out all in the beginning. <laughs> no, it, it's it's cool, and I wish you the best, Scott. Thank you, so. thank you. Very exciting. Got anything else? Got any other questions for mm. me? Any other questions? My, my throat so do you get vacation time? No, nope, no benefits, no vacation time, no bank of PTO hours, nothing. No, no overtime. Uh, I don't know. Do, I would assume that do well, you have, overtime they, they have to pay you. So. Do, you. do you have anything in mind for how long you want to do this? Uh, as long as I can. As long as I'll have me. Okay. You know, I, I, I don't know what's, what's down the road two years from now, okay. three years from now, nobody does. Mm-hmm. So my, okay. my plans right now are to stay there. I, I, I enjoy the work. Uh, you know what I really like is not being the boss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, I was somebody's boss for over 30 years and I, I don't have to worry about that anymore. It's just, what do you want me to build? Here. How do you like being able to talk to somebody? Yeah. It's like, a, like today was a really good I'm example. Not a hermit anymore. Yeah. I was thinking about that today because, you know, it's Thursday afternoon is like our Friday afternoon. So mm-hmm. we're getting close to closing time and, you know, we got 20, 30 minutes to go. And we're just standing around chit-chatting while we're on the clock. You know, we took our time off the, the project and put it to shop uh what was it? Uh, yeah, shop maintenance. To the man. Shop maintenance is what mm-hmm. we put our task code to. We have a little app for our phones, and uh, nice. yeah, it's pretty fancy. And uh, you know, I'm sitting there talking to these guys, and I'm like, you know, three or four years ago, if I caught these guys standing around talking during business hours, mm-hmm. I would have to be the one coming in there and saying, "Get your ass back to work. You're still on the clock. Mm-hmm. There's stuff to do. Grab a broom." Yep. Now I'm one of the, now I've now I've I've already adopted the hourly mentality. Mm. <laughs> only took two weeks. <laughs> only took wow. two weeks. <laughs> but it's, no, but it, like I said it's just really nice not having to make any decisions about anything. I don't even have to make decisions about what I'm building. It's just here. Here's yep. the plans. 
there's the pile of lumber over there. Just start making it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of cool. Totally. Yeah, especially if they're not on your back micromanaging you, it's amazing. Oh, no. There's no micromanagement. Not not for me anyways. I, the, 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 the guy I work for, Tyler, is my supervisor, as I mentioned before. Uh, he's... He just doesn't care. He, he cares, but I'm, he's not on you. I'm moving to Indiana. I'm packing up shop. Here we come. Yeah. Because Jesus, sure. it's 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 one you of the can main reasons. All these cracked tabletops they got. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of the main reasons why I stopped working for people. It's because I did it exactly how they told me to, and they still moan and groan about it. And I looked at them, and I was like, and "Then you do it." I think also part of it's they didn't like me talking back to them, but yeah. Um, but it's one of those things that it's just like I'm happy to do it whatever way you want me to do it. But if it doesn't come out right, it's not my fault. Or they tell you, "Oh, this show only take an hour," and my response is, "Show me." And they didn't like that because every time they said this should take only an hour, it took longer than an hour. <laughs> so. <laughs> This is very exciting. I'm happy to hear you're doing well. Maybe you could convince them to give you a corner to have your shop and tools in there, and you could be heaven. Put a plant yeah. in there. Picture yeah. your wife. No, a cactus. I'm you know? keeping my yeah, tools cactus. right where they are on, uh, well, the one side of the garage now that it's cold in the morning. Mm. She's parking in there again. Damn it. Yeah. I cried that night and said a few Hail Marys for you. Thank you. When I, when I saw that post. Yeah. Well, it's no big deal. I'm not there during the week anyways. So yeah. that's good. Fridays. I'll, I'll take it back over again. Just like, you know, day. honestly, since, since you don't have to move, you see if you could convince her, be like, listen, my love Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, you're outside. Come Monday. You're back in there. That's the way it you is know. now. Is it? Okay. That's yeah, good. that's what I mean. I, I, I'm not going to go out there during the week now because, you know, mm-hmm. by the time I get home and the time I go to sleep, I only got a couple hours. Um, yeah. So it, it doesn't matter to me. Okay. You know, Friday when she leaves, she leaves for work. I'm off on Friday. So I'll put the shop together and be out there Saturday and Sunday and break it down on Sunday. Awesome. Good. All right. Yeah. Well, I think I think I've bored everybody God. enough. Thank you for welcoming us into your life. We really appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Patrons, thank you. Yes. Without you guys, it it helps. If anybody else wants to be a patron, the peak, we'd be very grateful as well. So, where can they find our Patreon page, Justin? Uh, on Patreon.com. That, that's your end, man. <laughs> I'm not a patron to us. <laughs> it's patreon.com slash the ATG podcast. There you go. There you go. Sorry. That's your end of the deal, guy, to handle. You know, it's like we need more patrons because I literally was recycling cans today so I can buy a new mic. <laughs> like I'm digging through the trash, you know, trying to find $40. Well, and, stop you know, buying tools I, and tooling you don't need uh, yeah and you maybe know. you could get a better mic because i'm not sure i'm liking this one that much so i'm not returning this one until it breaks well, 
Well, then step on it and go get the one you used to have because it sounded better. But anyways, we'll talk about that later. Yeah. yeah. All right. Everyone, thank you. We'll see you all later. Thanks. Talk to you. See you. Bye.